Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. Yeah, we just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, and saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. <laughs> It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. This is our first video podcast. We got called out by Jake. <laughs> From Exodus, that we don't do enough video podcasts. So here we are. We got the studio rigged up where you guys can't even see half of it. This table barely fits sideways. <laughs> <laughs> we got about three foot of it touching wall to wall here. I was gonna say, do I need to look at you or the camera? Yeah, we got to look at the camera. Most of the time, we're, most of the time we're looking look at, at each other. So this is you know deep eye contact. So this is right. really uh, this is new for us, but. We love to try new things, give you guys another way to listen to this podcast. We do put every podcast on YouTube, but now we, it will be our faces on YouTube. Uh, just <laughs> just this one for now. Oh, yeah, yeah, for <laughs> this, this one. We're just giving this a shot, see, see how it goes. I would say for now, like, the video portion of this is going to be the priority over the audio. 
but the audio shouldn't suffer, I don't think. Yeah, I think every time we do one of just us, we could we could do video. Yeah. Or if we have someone in studio, we could make it work. Might get tight on this table, but it it would be it'd be legit. Um anyways, um let's get into the the people that make this possible. Uh we're gonna start off with Ingram this round. Um Homie's gonna do some editing magic here and he's gonna put in a picture of my what year? 2017? Yeah. Yep. My 2017 nine-pointer. Um, Ingram crushed that mount. I went ahead and did a full sneak on it. I, ha- I don't have a full sneak yet. So I shot that deer right off his bed. That was one deer that, like, I told homie, I'm going in to kill this deer. And he walked out, and I killed that deer. <laughs> it was like, that stuff doesn't happen, you know what I mean? But that was the first time that I legitimately found a bed, had him on cam, went in there, and killed him. So... That was a good feeling. Is that the oldest deer you've killed uh, so far? Yeah. I have still haven't sent Freeze's <laughs> yards in. You are so on it. I'm so on stuff. How about that snood trophy? Yeah, the snood trophy's coming. I'll say it's, that's probably It's in weeks. the mail. Yeah, it's <laughs> already there. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's a shout-out for Ingham's Outdoor <laughs> Obsession. All your taxidermy needs. The other bucks are so close. bro. He won't even let me go look. He won't send oh, me a picture. Oh, we can't even go out there now? No. I bask. <laughs> he's like, no. No. He's like, he's like, you guys are going to freak out. I'm like, I know. I'm freaking out right yeah, now. Right? Just thinking about it. So, all right. Homie's got the rest. He's all got right. notes over there. Um, the get into the veteran broadhead. Bucks are already hitting the ground with by the veteran. Um, it's getting that time of year. You're going to be seeing a lot of them kills. If you guys follow VIP on Facebook, um, Matt's going to be posting everything there, and you guys will be able to check it out. And hopefully, hopefully we make the page. Yeah, hopefully we make the page. <laughs> Um, this week's VIP veteran broadhead shout out is Jeff Hansen, uh, United States Marine Corps, four years, uh, TOW gunner. He has been to Haiti, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Spain, Norway, and he also has done some cold weather training and desert training. So kind of both ends of the spectrum there. Um, Jeff, we appreciate your service, uh, four years and, uh, VIP and Matt and Cindy also do as well. Uh, I, I wonder what that cold weather training consisted of. I don't know. I don't do very well in the cold, so I do okay. But man, after a while, it just my toes, bro. My toes are weak. I bought the Arctic Shield cover boots last year. That helped out a bunch, but those are game changer. On Twitter, we did get a lot of response to your cold question. Yeah, um, yeah. We got a lot of comments on that. There's a lot of good tips. I didn't even think about that Ziploc baggy trick. I know. I was like, hands. that he's always on. He's it. always on. He's it, always yeah. got that good tip. So, um, getting into ECW calls. Um, he said when we were down there that he was going to go to the American Legions and the local American Legion and the local BFWs and look for veterans that, you know, are willing to work. And, um, I thought that was a super cool thing, you know, being a veteran that Jeff is, um, you know, that's just kind of like the brotherhood to look out for one another, you know, and, um, you know, there's a lot of unemployed homeless veterans, and uh, for him to be able to do something like that, I thought that was very cool. Yeah, I thought it was super cool where he said, you know, some guys might wake up at 3 a.m. and be like, well, I want to work for four hours. He has no limitations on hours or how long you work. Um, just come in. He said it'll all be access code. He's got cameras on everything to, to monitor it, you know, and uh, come in and, and polish some calls and or make some calls, and he said he would train you, so... You're getting, you're getting to be busy. You know, what I mean, just like me, when I get old, I'm gonna have to be able to still chase bucks. Because if I just, you know, I didn't have anything to do, that would be bad. So I, right, I think this is gonna be a great outlet for people 
you know, retired veterans to be able to go and say, hey, I want to work four hours, like nine to, you know, whenever. Yeah. And just that would be my day that I'd look forward to during my day just to have something to keep you busy. So. I would say Jeff said for like no reason at all, he'll just be wide awake at 1 a.m. And he'll just be, you know, start working on calls. So he said that's kind of, you know, how he got the idea. And I, I think that's also very cool, too. Yeah. And Jeff just messaged us, big thanks coming for ECW. He's not even playing around. Uh, <laughs> he's just going straight for straight for everything we talked about in our last video that came up for uh, his his company. So super excited for Jeff. He's taking leaps and bounds this year. Yeah. Uh, Bigger Bucks Outfitters, uh, the lodge is cl coming to a completion. Um, we're going to go down there and do like a realty-style video, showcase that lodge, um, do some drone shots of the properties, hunting. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to throw in a whole bunch of trail cam pictures. So um, be looking out for that. And be sure to give them a like and a follow on Facebook and their Instagram. Scentlock. I got my closet up, bro. Did you? It looks sweet. It's nice as hell. Those are so nice. Dude, so I'll, on the video on YouTube, I'll show like a, a picture of what it looked like before. And then I did a time lapse of Aiden and I put it together um, in my basement. That's like super epic to oh, yeah. <laughs> basement time lapse. And then I'll do a picture of like nothing in front of it because everything fits in this and then it's got the side pockets on the outside the side pockets on the inside it's got the boot to the, keep, the like boot your boots pucks. are muddy oh, you can dude. keep them on the side i might have to just actually record a clip and do like a 180, yeah, of, a 180 to get of it the, to get the full effect yeah, but it's giant yeah. they thought of literally everything it's still weird i go down there every night to work out at night after we put the kids to bed and it's so weird to go down there and have so much space in front of the stairs because my all my hunting shit's in the closet yeah that's epic man so uh, don't don't they have a spot where you could cut the ozone out too, so you could keep other stuff in uh, there? I don't know, cause the renew it's got the two hoses mm -hmm. and it just plugs into two slots in the back. So oh, okay, I, I'm I'm not sure. I, I didn't it know. does have that divider in the middle though, yeah. but I think it just just splits off on um, both sides. I see. All right, and now it's time to get into our bow hunting league update for the week. Uh, this is not on the video portion. This is audio only. Um, what I'm going to do is just kind of name off some of the top kills that have come in in the past week. Uh, Nebraska has opened up, Kentucky's opened up. So, uh, as more states get opening up and there's going to be a lot of, a lot of kills coming in, um, there's some straight, straight killers in there. So, um, there's been a lot of bucks in it already, I think. So we're just kind of each week we'll just kind of work through this and hopefully um, get a process down as as the season goes on. So Chris Collins, uh, he's got a 114 inch and seven eighths down. Uh, that was a pretty good looking seven pointer. Um, with his team, Natural Born Killers, Michael Heron, 130 and two eighths out of North Carolina for Carolina Reapers. Um, Dylan Bartling, 161 and 7 eighths out of Nebraska on Team Bag and Booners. That was a stud for sure. Uh, Western Kentucky Outlaws, Jeremy Geary, 143 and a half out of Kentucky. Antler Addicts, Tyler Davenport, 155 and 6 eighths out of Kentucky. Uh, that was another stud buck. Uh, team standings are 297 and 7 eighths for Team Regulators. Both them bucks were taken in the Tennessee season. 278 and three-quarter for Antler Addicts, 156 and an eighth for Killing Time, 147 and a quarter with Hunting with Honor, 143 and a half, Kentucky Outlaws, 130 and a quarter, Carolina Reapers, 
114 and 7 eighths for NBKs, 110 and 8th for Team KTK, and we have two teams of 25 Bowhunting Bluegrass and CKY Outdoors. So um, we'll give you another update next week. There's going to be a ton more bucks entered in, so we'll just cover them and uh, we'll get into the show here. I got to right. make sure our timer's running over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I'm surprised my thing hasn't turned off. Yeah, no. Usually the usually after like four minutes it'll. Darken. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it stays on. I'm gonna say I was worried about it because I was like, well, we ain't gonna know when the camera dies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's probably uh, out of focus this oh, shit. Oh yeah, right probably now. way out of focus. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna get into the show. Um, we have not done one to update you from summer catch up. Uh, so that was uh, episode eighty six. Yeah, ten episodes or so. Or, mm-hmm. So. Well, actually, 11 with Jeff. So, yeah, so we wanted to give you guys an update. Um, we're going to do something kind of special in here. We're not going to give you all of our bucks <laughs> uh, because there is some that may or may not be on public. Um, we're not going to tell you if these deer are on public or private. <laughs> You're just going to have to figure it out yourself. But we're going to actually showcase some of the velvet picks that we have, go into the history of these deer. You know what we should do? I, sh- I should get you your computer so you can pull up the picture so I can look at it. Yeah. So- yeah, that's that a good might idea. Be a good idea. Yeah. Brief, All right, keep talking. Brief pause. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, well, we wanted to do this. We think it's, we have a lot of followers that are like really passionate and knowing what we do day to day, which is insane to us. But um, this way, we can go in and actually showcase these bucks to you guys instead of just talking about it on a podcast. We're talking like uh, the Tall Tie Nine, you know, like people don't know what that is, you know, what that buck is, or Chaos. We've been talking about Chaos mm-hmm. for two years, and now we can actually show what Chaos looks like. So, uh, yeah, we'd be able to show him a little bit last year. We didn't ever really get a good picture of him last year, like full frontal. Like we already have better pictures of him this year than we did at all last year. Yeah, yeah. So we're just we're just excited to to showcase this for you. I don't think anybody's done this yet. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. But this was an idea that me and Homie came up with. A way to have an episode of just ourselves. If you want to listen to the audio version, you can. You can still exa- ex- gain gain what we're talking about. But then you can... If I know if someone's talking about a buck and they're like, oh, it's on the video portion, I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. I'm go- I got to listen. <laughs> right. I got to watch the video. I'll so. at least scrub through it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... uh that's what we're going to do. We're also going to go into a little bit of our plot placement. We're going to do a little bit about our wagon blind that's in the process of being built. We've put a ton of work in that lately. Um, going to go over our public a little bit. We're not going to show you any pics of what, <laughs> what we're doing there, but the private ground, we will we'll show you guys You know where we moved some stands, why we moved them there, and kind of dig into that. And uh, It's going to be a lot of our face, but hopefully there's enough of other stuff to break it up because we always said we have a a face for radio. That's why we do podcasts, but now we're on video. So. <laughs> but uh, We're growing. What do you want to do? You want to start with the bucks, or do you want to start with the property? I'd rather start with the food plot and stuff. Okay. Um, that's, Save the bucks for the end so people first. stay around. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay around for the giant velvets. So uh, anyways, let's get into the, pod, the food plot. So uh, if you watch the food plot video, I got homie a food plot for his birthday. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, uh, he he came out there, helped us plan it. We did an awesome video for that. Um, first time we got the drone out, messed with that. First yep. time we really got our new lenses and really got into them. Um, but uh, homie's going to be able to pull up a map and show you kind of what we did with the food plot, how we built it, why we built it the way we did, um, talk about the screen. 
So what we did, we planted real-world beans. We broadcasted them. We did not have a lot of rain, and then we also, the deer were just absolutely pounding them. I was getting trail cam pictures of does just bedding in the food plot all night, getting up, feeding, bedding right in front of the camera. So we're going to go in there, and we're going to broadcast some winter wheat and some turnips on the bottom. But there is a lot of beans out there. They're just kind of mm-hmm. sporadic. Yeah. So I know real world's beans grow a little different than regular beans. They're meant to be taller, put on more foliage, and expand. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do in the next month. You know, what I mean, let's and because they they may blow. I don't know. Are all their beans the ones that like the pods don't crack when it gets cold? Yeah, they're Gen all two. their beans are now. Yeah. Okay, Gen two. Yeah. So, um, but we'll be able to go into that. So we on the bottom side we made it like a teardrop, and homie will show you the picture now where he'll describe it. But we had we have a pinch on this property where. Last year we put a cam. I told homie, I said, this is a a really good rut pinch. Um, homie said, yeah, let's let's throw a couple cams up. We put one on the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we end up getting almost every one of our shooters on that cam, plus all the random bucks that came through the property came right through that pinch. So there's a – what kind of tree is that? I don't even know what kind of tree that uh, is. You can, throw some, you, can, you can throw some uh, – pics of where we hung the tree stand because you got yeah. some of that in there i got a picture of you and rainer checking it yeah and then uh we hung the stand in some kind of i mean the tree is super curvy i don't know what type of tree it is but there's a lot of cover um it's maybe 18 foot it's not super high but we made the food plot to teardrop down and basically we're hunting that pinch but we put that food plot there as if a buck is cruising that pinch, and we can't, you know, you know how bucks cruise in the rut. Sometimes you can't get a shot. So we're hoping he's going to cut and not hit that creek and notice that food plot and want to see what's up over the hill or want to literally run through it, grab three, four bites of food, mm-hmm. and then keep running. That's our plan. So that's why we built it the way we did. We also put a screen, uh, Milo and Corn, on the right side um, all the way up and uh, – we did that so the road, when the, all the leaves drop, you can see the road just in like a couple small spots. But uh, we went ahead and put a screen all the way down that. So the road blocking. And then also it's a little bit of entrance. If there's, not for us for the plot, but to screen us from anything bedded in that grass when we walk in. Mm-hmm. So most people think of a plot screen, they're thinking you're walking by it. We're actually using it as a screen the opposite direction <laughs> where we're blocking view of, of the them being by it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because in my mind, a doe during the winter could bed right in that grass and then go 50 foot to the food plot. And we got those fawns doing that now. They're just bedding right there and going right to those beans. So that's that was kind of the plan we did there. Um, the wagon blind is, I don't want to say halfway done. It's gets the, All the hard stuff's done. Um, it's it's putting the windows in, putting the tent on, putting the plywood, stuff like that. The the stuff that's easier than actually like putting the big four by fours through your own through the metal, all that. So it's come a long ways. Um, but we're gonna actually put that in cedar trees. Like up there's a gap in the cedar trees where we have we last year we put the work in, we got permission from the neighbors to walk one of us where the two crops connect. So if we have a south or a straight west wind, anything south or anything west 
um, we can walk that access and literally mm. we're blowing out to a field, no timber, um, and cut in and walk behind them cedars. So if any, and the way I got it is we're going to be able to access it from the back. So I, th- I feel like there could literally be stuff in the plot and we could get in the blind. Yeah, I agree 100%. The way, it's just the way the land worked out. Um, we're going to be moving that in before season. I still have some work. I've been working a ton of hours. Homie's been putting a ton. Of, this is like our busy, busiest time <laughs> yeah. at work. It seems like summer is when like there's just everybody's planning projects because the railroad, when the winter comes, you really can't do anything. Rock freezes and you're kind of yeah. stuck. And right now we're trying to get prepped for winter. So Yeah, we're trying know. to get prepped for winter. And then um, we're also trying to, we got a lot, we want to build the blind and get it done, but we also got, moving cans um we're playing and we're hanging stands but i'm happy to say that the private is done we do not have to go back to the private until we pull the cams right before season mm-hmm. so that's that's super and yeah really i think with the two now we have two mobiles there i really think with the two mobiles we're gonna know you like, kind of have probably might not even have to go there to pull cans before yeah. season because we kind of have an inch where they're entering the property mobile and where they're going to the north like they were exiting. Yeah. You know, the north one we knew early that that probably wasn't going to be very good, but during the rut, if we would have had a mobile cam there, it would have been we would have known what was going on. So I don't know if we should move that mobile to that pinch later on or we should keep it in the corner on the plot. I almost think we should take that stick and pick and put it right on the plot. Um, oh, run a scrape tree, and and see see what we can do with the mobile on it. Yeah. I well, I want to try to keep that mobile in the timber where you were. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. one, that one's not moving. That yeah. one's there for life. I just put lithiums in it. It'll be there for the rest of the season until I, we pull it. But that thing is, um, we're we're going to that a little bit. <laughs> I don't I don't want to put the I don't want to put a picture of that stand up. It's too primo. Okay. So. Because someone else, put, someone oh, else might okay. be able to gain uh, access uh, to this little piece. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we we made us st- move uh, down a little bit and hung a stand. Um, the, what the way it lays out is, we were getting pics of all the deer on the scrape tree at night last year. We had two bucks in daylight early October um, that we should have been there for, but we were hunting freeze, big cold front, so we were on the other property. But uh, it was a, there's a creek draw that comes off the neighbors. There's a heavy creek crossing, and then you can tell where everything takes a left turn before it goes out to a field. So I hung a camera there and made a plan to hang the stands downwind. So anything west or northwest is absolutely perfect to hunt it. Um, south, you could probably get away with it, but you never know what's going to be cruising that field edge. So... West or northwest, that's our main winds. Besides last year, we got like two weeks of east for some reason. Yeah. But we got we can get we can get setups. We could pack the lomos in and hunt that cedar tree for east. So we got we got that figured out. Oh, where you were? Yeah. That, it was an east wind that day. Yeah. And there's deer all over the place. But um, another thing with the wagon blind, I mean, an east would be pretty good there. So yeah. that's another option. And I feel like that thing's gonna hold our scent so good that we might be able to get away with more pushing more but that's not something i've never done is hunted like inside an actual blind to where you can conceal your scent close keep the windows closed you know so that'd be interesting to do um you want to touch on your property down south at all 
what you got planned? Um, yeah, I'm, so, I mean, <clears throat> I've been, just like Cody said, been super busy just now, kind of. Um, I'm actually going tomorrow, or <clears throat> going Saturday morning down there, throw up the last two cams, and <clears throat> look at one spot, put up a stand. Uh, I'll probably be, I got a stand to put up there, but... I don't know. I don't know if I'm taking it or if I'll just pack in the lone wolf and pack. Probably I'll probably pack in there twice and be like, "Yeah, this is solid." So then I'll just put up. Um, I'll just throw a stand up and leave it there. Yeah. Um, got the buck nest still still there. I'm actually gonna plan on trying to hunt down in Roseville a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit closer than my Burlington piece, so and there's maybe, giants there. Maybe able to jet down there. Um, they got some history with some bucks down there that we've kind of been watching um they've been watching the i think they call that deer grandpa which kind of makes sense so they've been watching that deer for um i think three years now so i i mean i really hope cody not you different cody i really hope he can get that one down um and then they got this really nice 11 pointer out there um, a bunch of solid, like, you know, mid-130s. So it's got a lush selection down there. And um going to hunt down there a little bit more because I was down there walking through it um, with that Amish coyote hunt that we yeah. that we did. So, um, you know, just because I don't know what's going on with, with the Burlington piece, that, that could go anytime. So um, they also have another property that's 72 acres. Well, they call it 72 or 73 um, haven't hunted there, but there's some guys who lease who pay to hunt there. Um, so I, I don't really feel good about going there while they're hunting and they're paying to hunt there. So yeah, for sure. Kind of just staying out of there and let them do their thing over there. And, um, like Cody said, we got the private here and we got public. Yep. That's one thing we were going to dive into. So public draw is over. There's a piece next to us that is public draw only. Um, but we went way south this year and scouted public pretty far away, and uh, we found some mega giants. Um, so, but the the public draw is over. Me and Homie both got in this year. Last year that wasn't the case. No. So we will actually be able to film together on public this year. I hunted it hard. I got drawn. I did a ton of scouting out there last year. I took it serious. I and I got. I feel like I got a good vibe of how how it's going i don't i don't know you don't know until you, you can scout <laughs> right. it but you need to like go and phys- physically be like okay this is right you know this like is, see deer doing what yeah, you think they're what doing they're gonna before, do you know yeah in my mind i'm thinking okay they're gonna do this but you know it, the rut it's out you never know what they're gonna do but yeah. like you know early season late october i feel like they're still using terrain correctly you know what i mean which with with our private here like it's not very good early season um, the beans should be back in on the Burlington piece by the buck nest. And that was good. October 10th, um, through Halloween. And then I started hunting there obviously a little bit harder during the rut. The rut was fire there. Uh, the beans were there. So hopefully this year it can be decent like it was two years ago when the crops were the same. Yeah. So that'd be, that'd be super nice. So with the public, we'll be trying to focus on it early because the private's not, good early yeah and then another thing is obviously later in the year bucks are more daylight you know and we are going to focus on the public early for the pure fact that we won't be putting pressure on the private and 
if it's 90 out and we want to go hunting, we're going to go hunt public. You yeah. Know what I mean, or if we got the wrong wind, we have a lot more abilities with our, you know, the new uh, lock and walk system we got on the lone wolves. Uh, I'm not afraid to pack in deep as hell now. If, mm-hmm. if we got to get a good wind, cross some of those insane ravines that are on this, some of these Dude, pieces. Dude, with that lock and walk in the stand, it's like packing in our book bags last yeah. year with, yeah. you know, everything. It's, it's, it's super, super epic. So um, the way we got the public piece set up now is uh, we have two bucks that we have pinned down on two different pieces, and we have pretty much... We have some extra trail cams that we want to put in those spots that I found. I'm like, okay, this is this is the spot, right? This is where the tent stand's going to go. The deer are going to do this. Um, but we are pretty much going all in on one area. I got five cams within 350 yards. I got one where he's going to bed. We've got him repeatedly going past there over and over uh, multiple different days in the morning in daylight, which – Velvet bucks. I mean, Jesus. If we had velvet <laughs> Dude, season here, yeah. be yeah, lights get out. out of here. It'd be game over. I'd have a for lot him. of velvet on the wall. Yeah. I know that. But uh, then I went down where there's a heavy creek crossing. Uh, shout out Exodus uh, or Trail Cam Radio. They just had one on a guy. He's running, finding giants. He's finding the creek crossings. Hunting Public does the same thing. Um, I told you about that, what, like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, should I hang it up here where I think he's coming in off the field, you know, 80 yards, or should I go down and crush into the where he's crossing the water? Um, well, now I got him going that way repeatedly, so I'm like, okay, I know he's going here. So I hung a cam there. Then I hung a cam up, so there's a creek, a saddle, a, a slight saddle, steep hill, and then a big saddle that – and then it kind of goes up to the field. So I got to stand where three trails, the up trail, the down trail, and the side trail meet on the saddle. Um, that's more, that's for that buck, but it's also just for anything that's coming off that field. Because last year we ran trail cams there, and we haven't got two of the bucks that we had last year back on the cam. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're nice. And they're Yeah, they're super nice. Uh, we do have the... Six pointer. I will let them know that. That's, yeah, we do can, have. The, can I show that on the video? Yeah, we do have the six pointer. Repeated history, public land deer. Um, so. All right, you shoot Nike. I'll shoot that six pointer. Yeah, if Nike comes out, he's done. <laughs> but uh, I want Nike. He didn't show up to the rut though. Nike didn't yeah. show up till late. But I would say we got eight you days. You got to throw a picture of Nike in if you can find it. Yeah, in, I got it. In the I got it. You got a lot of editing to do. I, now. I got you, bro. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. gonna be another project yeah. for me. <laughs> but uh, so uh, then I got one on a main scrape that I know has been there for the last two years. Doesn't look like they're really hitting it right now, but I know it's been there the last two years, so there's something there that's been repeatedly hitting it. I hung a cam. Um, it's all kind of on the trail anyway, so they don't hit the scrape. Maybe I'll get some trail picks, but that's kind of more for later, and I don't plan on going in there and pulling cams until it's time to, to you know. Like the weekend before season yeah, starts. Yeah, weekend before yeah. season. You know, Let's see if we got anything daylighting. See what we got going on, and uh, that's the game plan for there. We still have five cams, four cams to go out on the other side of the other public, <laughs> um, where that's where I found the spot that I'm like, we're gonna go back. We're gonna take one of our Exoduses. It's one of our most solid cams that we know is gonna work all year. We're gonna take that thing back there, lock it on a tree, and let it soak mm-hmm. and soak and mm-hmm. see. 
like see what is this what I think it is or am I dumb? You know, that's <laughs> do I don't know what's going on. And so. I mean, props to you because you found this spot um, in shed season, late late shed season. It was I mean like two two weeks before turkey season, and you know you're like oh. Finally got a day where there's no snow because we had an ass load of snow. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm going out there. Uh, I'm going to get to where we had already looked at because we were looking at it on the map. And um, props to you, you know, for going out there, getting doing the scouting in the off season. I, and I, I think that's the best time to really um, <clears throat> scout, really. I think it is, too. If you're going into, like, an area that you have nothing, no clue about um, – a lot of people are really big on in-season scouting, which is good if you can find sign and put a cam over it and see what you got going on, if see if you got something. To, I'm in, I'm into that too. But if you're going into like, if you're gonna drive somewhere and like spend some legit time, mm-hmm. late season so much better. There's no foliage. You can see all the scrapes. You can see all the rubs. You can see everything that the deer has done. All the trails. See where they're hopping the fences heavy. You know, see where they're feeding. You can see so much more, and then you got the potential to find sheds, so you know what's there if you find a shed. Potentially yeah. know what's there. I mean, bucks move in late season; it might be different, but you have an idea of what's in the area if you find a shed. And I found a pretty good shed right, maybe fifty yards from where you want to hang the stand. Yeah, that had been there. That was the best part. It had been there <laughs> right. two or three years. <laughs> so I'm like, there has been no one back here for two or three years, because that shed was like. It had, it homie had a could lot have, of grass homie could it. have found it. <laughs> I mean, the grass was, it was on top of the grass. Like, the grass is short, you know, and it's on top of the grass. And Yeah, it was like ankle-tall grass, you know, that golden, broad, yeah. you know. And uh, the bottom side was brown, like dark brown, where you know it's been laying there. for, And then the, it was chalky. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that's three, two, three years, easy. Um no squirrels back there because there ain't no trees, really. <laughs> I mean, there's no trees back there. It's more like an overgrown pasture type of ground. But uh, but just, you know, touching on the in-season scouting, like I I have yet to make a move on sign or, you know, visual um, encounter and – and get a buck like but I'm not I'm not a very good hunter so I mean, yeah I'm still it, I'm still super new to to the my big thing just like killing that nine pointer I found that bed in the winter I found that bed and those rubs in the winter mm-hmm. I moved in there knowing that it was already there then I killed I would say because as deep as that stand is like that seems really aggressive for you yeah. and to hunt it early yeah and that's another reason I don't in season scout because I'm not an aggressive hunter yeah I'm gonna try to break that we're going to do some radical <laughs> stuff on public. We're going to do some stuff that might be people are going to be like these dudes are But it's like I keep I told homie last year, let's do it and then we never did, of course, cuz homie didn't get the tag. But I'm like, let's just give it a shot and see what happens and it might if it works out, it's going to be epic. Mm-hmm. If it don't work out, it's not going to be epic. You know what I mean? That's pretty much what it is. Just got a just got a multi-mobile pick. Let's check it out while we're live here. Oh yeah, I'm always down for that. Let's see what we got. Probably some grass moving. I say does, does all day. I would say, is it dark already? Mm-hmm. Wow. What we got? Oh, yeah, it's getting close. Oh, that spike buck's cruising through, bro. Oh, yes. Four years, let's go. Killer. <laughs> Four years. Luckily, the cam's working. It's aimed hey. high enough. Everything's hey. good to go. Sending picks. That's all that matters right All right, now. well, let's... uh. Let's get into the bucks now. We I yeah. think we've covered everything. So, yeah. um, 
we need to name the nine pointer right now. We do on the point on the. So you think about that for a second. But let's start off with chaos. So chaos last year, um, we had some picks of him, and he's an awesome buck. We thought he was older than he was in the summer when the rut came. We were like, ah, we're not real sure. Um, he's at least five now. Yeah, I feel I, like he's five year old. I was say I feel like he's a five year old. Uh, last year we thought he was five. Then mm-hmm. when the rut came, we thought he was four, mm-hmm. compared to the other deer that we're seeing. We asked, we asked, um, you know, asked we put his picture group, up yeah. last year. Uh, kind of blocked his antlers out and asked, and we got a lot of uh, four, yeah. four and five. So I mean, we were close, but we think he's four. Yeah, and his we just got him in velvet. Um, his body's huge, like Freeze was. Yeah, in the summer, in you know, summer, it's definitely yeah, summer. Wide, thick. Um, I think he's five now. Uh, he's, I don't, I'm not gonna score anything because I'm terrible. I'm gonna get oh, I, I say, score it's, stuff. It's velvet. He's it's, an eight. He's got, he's got weird main beams that swoop up. Looks like he's gonna have a blowhole on the right side. I always want to kill deer with a blowhole. Um, I'll take the eight if you want the nine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the nine's gonna score way <laughs> I bigger. Say, bro, I'll take either. But uh, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> it so just, I mean, we have history with both of them. Yeah, we have history with both of them. Um, it's just so weird to think that that nine was running around last year, but obviously he's gonna change because right now he just looks like dumb huge. Yeah. Full uh, velvet, you know. Yeah, he's 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 got some time length, man. He's wide. He's got main beam length. He's got brows. He's got everything that you want. Chaos still has no brows, <laughs> yeah. like last year. Um, maybe a little bit more time length. Maybe a little bit more main beam length. I think but he's got a lot it. more main beam length. Yeah. And I, I, his swoops I, are deeper. Yeah, yeah. He's so. definitely more developed after the swoop. And his width is. Yeah, I he, mean, we didn't, like I said earlier, we didn't get like a super good picture of like straight on or, you know, straight yeah. back. But we knew he was wide. And this year, man, I think he's like 21, 22 wide. So we preach uh, knowing or running Carol cams for this year, for next year, hugely, yep. right? Yeah. So he daylighted right next to one of our stands the first cold front of October in the morning coming out of the bedding and hit a scrape. Then, what, two days later it was cold and he did it again? No, that second one on the 25th of October was the deer with the bulge. Oh, yeah, okay. That's the other one that we think with the kicker, the G2 kicker. We never named that one, too. Well, I got maybe I got a name in here. but You think that's... I think that's him. They ate, okay. yeah. But anyways, I have to look at it again because yeah. he had a pretty noticeable like knife blade. You know, like how you get mm-hmm. that serrated top. He had that on the right side. Yeah, it's hard to tell in velvet though. With uh, that, yeah. But anyways, um, chaos did daylight twice or once in October, um, early like the twelfth or the fourteenth or yeah. when did when did uh, Logan kill or uh, Logan Grant. Grant? Yeah. I believe like the ninth or 10th That's of That's when he daylighted. It was the same day that Grant killed as when he daylighted, I believe. In the morning. In the morning. He hit a scrape, heavy frost, um, just primo day. I was say, there's chaos, September 8th, and then... <clears throat> I got and October that's, that's 16th. Why, October 16th. That's why we're so jacked about these bucks is because we talk a lot about, like, velvet bucks leaving. But if you have history with the velvet bucks that you have. October 18th, 23 degrees at 722 in the morning. Yeah. Chaos is, is right, right there. there in front of our stand. So yep. that's the 16th and the 18th. He's daylighting killable. So that's yeah. one thing we're going to key in on him this year. 
we know that he will daylight on scrapes early season um, if it's just a cold front. So a lot of people say, you know, don't hunt the mornings in October. Uh, we do some, but uh, not. Yeah, because I hunted there uh, the 28th, I think, and I pulled the card, and I was like, yeah, I mean, he's right there. Yeah. The 25th is um, one of these one of these days, and <clears throat> he was there, and it was like a Thursday. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, you ain't going to. Not much you can do there. Yeah. Trying to save your vacation, but. Right. Anyways, he's back. We were really wanting him to be one that made it. Um, we thought that he could potentially blow. I did not expect the nine-pointer to blow oh, as much as he did. But anyways, um, we'll show you like a pic of him before and then a pic of him now and. I know he's yeah. in velvet, but dude, with <laughs> tine link, and we know it's the same deer. He's got the same brow kickers. Yep. One side's bigger than the other brow. Same saying, angles. Look, I'll throw that picture with the angle because I'm like, if you look at the angle of the brows, yeah. I mean, you're like, oh yeah, it's, yeah. it don't matter what else he's got going he's on. He's got the, the same base trash, same thing. But uh, anyway, so let's get into the nine pointer. No name on him yet. We're gonna work on that. But uh, we just called him the tall tine nine last year because he wasn't a shooter. Um, he was a deer that was frequenting the property very strangely. Yeah. So he was there repeatedly on cam, but he was just, he was bedding in a spot. I think he's bedding across the road. I think so too. Um, you know, at the with the times that he was coming in, uh, I don't think we ever got him in daylight no. anywhere. So Because during the rut, he left. Yep. So this is one of those deer that he is a giant, but potential to kill him right now. It's gonna be iffy, you know. We're just we're gonna run cams, run the mobile. I got him October or yeah, October nineteenth at two forty six in the morning. Yeah, on the scrape tree, yeah. and he's got he's nose down in it. Yeah, we got a couple, we got a, quite a few pics of him, but we didn't get yeah. anything in daylight. And we got him on the opposite side, and up I, in the corner. Yeah, I got him on the food plot at night. Yeah, and so he he was there. He just wasn't wasn't real adamant. But we'll throw a picture of him. We'll actually throw a picture of chaos and this. Uh, buck together. Oh boy! Um, this is at that new set that me and homie were talking about that we we made happen. Is it, is, is it all those still on the card? Yeah, or, okay. I left them all okay. on the card, all so right. I'll give it to you. Um, so the nine pointer, he's giant, got kickers, huge brows, um, tall tines. <laughs> it looks sick right there. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 brow looks real nice. Um, they came in and we just got. The Exodus just crushed the picks. Oh. I mean, the quality of these picks are insane. Um, there's a little bit of sun glare, and you can – they just crushed it. But I'm going to get to, if I'm going the right way, the other eight with – well, what 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 is he? Uh, no, I'm going the wrong way. I think he's a, a nine. He's a nine. Yeah. He's got a lot of mass. He doesn't have a lot of time length. Probably a solid four-year-old. the one with the small split? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a nine. But he's – I have to see him out of velvet, but he's really close to a shooter yeah. for me, to be honest. Uh, I'm still at that 140-ish <laughs> mature deer. Bro, he comes in the first two weeks of season. Yeah, he's it's, probably it's, over. It's <laughs> over. So, uh, but yeah, we got a really good series of trail cam pictures of him. Got a good look at him back, front, side. Um, no, <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, chaos over here showing off, so I'm just going to come in and yeah. check it out, too. But it was good to, there we go. to hang this set, and then so he's got a kicker off his two. He's got an inside kicker. If this deer doesn't get shot, potential to be a mega. Yeah, he, I think. So he's probably about what the tall tine nine was last year. 
And but he's uh, got more points and got, more mass. Yeah. But because uh, the last year the tall tie nine was kind of spindly. Yeah, I don't know Real if I shoot spindly. him or not. It's hard. I have to see him out of velvet. I need yeah. to see him out of. I velvet. just say when it, just like Mister Maybe last year, like that's how he got his name because he's like, oh yeah, it's a good buck. Yeah. But we need to see him out of velvet. Mm-hmm. We need to see him out of velvet. And you seen him out of velvet at full draw. So yeah, that is one <laughs> thing that um we do not have. Mister Maybe is not no. in the building. Um, he was shot. <laughs> by the neighbor during chugging season, had a mishap. Um, it all happens to us, you know, you don't find the buck. We looked for him hardcore, mm-hmm. um, looked for him then, and looked for him after season. I mean, we burned. Yeah, we burned 14 acres of the yeah. piece, and he's, he wasn't in that grass, and that grass was, you know, head high. Yeah. Trees in it and stuff. It's head high right now. Yeah, it, coming back epic. But uh, so let's get into the other eight that we got. On the beans, mm-hmm. um, probably just a real solid eight. Another one we need to see out of velvet. Um, he is. Which one's this? The one on the west southwest corner. Oh yeah, yeah, where the cedars. Um, but anyways, he's yeah. I would say he's close to this deer. Yeah, I have to get a bit. He's one of those eights. Like the eight when you got an eight, you know, you got to go off maturity because just like chaos. He didn't put on a ton of inches. When they're an eight, if they're going to stay an eight, they're just, they just don't grow a lot. And that's something that we get a lot around here. Those 125, 135 eights, we can find those. <laughs> like yeah. money, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's the bigger deers that we have a... And just like with. Chaos, we would have shot Chaos last year yeah. had we seen him because we knew he was at least four and a half. Yeah. So We're still at that age. We're not inches. We're not inches. We're maturity. Reaching for inches, right? We everyone wants to shoot a big buck. I don't care who you are, but I thought I thought I thought I heard Jesse on here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're we want to shoot mature stuff. But I'm telling you what, if a 173 year old comes out, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna done, say. Done, yeah, done. I don't I don't care who you are. From but for me, it, he's done. So let's get into the public land six, homie. Dude, are you yes. shooting the public I, land six? Dude, we I got, will go. I will go down for the public land six. Um, we, we Another have, pack mount. We're a two, <laughs> for, for sure. I haven't lo- I haven't got a good visual on his body, but I mean, we got history with this guy. Um, he's not gonna get any bigger. It, I feel it, like he's he might get a little bit bigger, but he's not there. Right. I think that he's got more squiggle going this year. What's Jesse than, call him? Slump, slump, slump buster. Slump busters. <laughs> he's a slump buster all for day. Sure. Um, but I feel like he's a four-year-old to me in the picks. Yeah. I think he was three last year. He's either a three- or four-year-old. So you're talking a mature buck on public. On public, yeah. That's, um, that's got some and, real and character. And I, I have yet to hunt public. This year is my first year going all out. That'd be an and, epic um, first-year kill. Would, you know, yeah. I mean. If he comes in and hangs around me too long <laughs> <laughs> at this point, he might. I'm like, oh, yeah. Here we Dude, go, just but. to have like 20 pictures of him, you know, yeah. spanning two years, I mean, that would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, we had him multiple times yeah. on cam, and he was there when I, I'm pretty sure I was seen him. Was he running him. with the giant? Yeah, he was running with the mega last year, and he, the mega's he, not here, but he was there. Yeah, right. So, um, last year we ran stuff on field edges out yep. there, but we didn't, we haven't done that this year. Um, we've been going in the timber and trying to figure out. We're trying to get daylight pictures. Out, yeah, and that's what we've been doing. So let's get into the. We got to name this one too. Um, the big. I want to call him like heavy mass. You know, that's all I could say. He's just a giant. 
He's just key. He keeps adding. Uh, he keeps yeah, adding points every time. We can't call him the eight or the nine because he keeps adding points every time we get a pick of it. We had a video of him on Instagram yeah. story. Yeah. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, you missed out. Yeah. Uh, from the back, that's about all I can say. This deer's got to be. I'm gonna go on on record right now with my guess. I'm gonna guess he's 25 and a half wide. Yeah, twenty five and four eights. He's probably not even close, but he's wide. He's wide. He's large. <laughs> he's large. This is the um, one south, kind of you know, yeah. far away. So yeah, but that the chance of hunting him will be we'll be trying. But I was saying we found him in velvet, so I guarantee when season comes, he gone. He gone. <laughs> he gone. Um, no history with this deer. Nope. Um, so, but we just keep we keep he's staying there. He keeps coming back. So. Um, that would be an epic. The beans will turn, the yeah. acorns will fall. See ya. See ya. But uh, then um, we got the lopsided buck. Lopsided on the food plot. On the food plot. So lopsided. Um, that's his name now. Uh, lopsided. Oh, man, he's another one of he's, those. He's one he, of them ones that yeah, are close. He's not. He's not there. But he needs not compared year. to yeah chaos and yeah. tall time. He's not. He's not there. But uh, he's he's one to to look out for. Um, we got the what did we just call him? TT. TT. Yeah, tall time. Yeah, TT. That, that'll work. TT. I seen I seen TTs tonight. <laughs> what? I seen titties? No TTs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so we. Some bucks that we're missing that we know are probably going to show. Nike, I want him to show. Uh, I want to kill that deer. I don't know what it is about him. I just like him. I want. I want to shoulder mount that deer <laughs> in my house. Be like, bro, look at that. That's would you like do? A, would you do the pedestal turn with an arrow in him? Or I don't know. I don't think I would do. I you just don't do. Like that? I just do a, huh. a shoulder mount. I was just trying to get your your feel on this. with the swoosh, the Nike swoosh. <laughs> just. Try to get a Nike. You should do like a hard that. turn, like and Nike and doesn't put that hunt any. Right in your Nike face. doesn't sponsor any hunting <laughs> podcast. So if I kill that thing, <laughs> you might have a better shot with Under Armour. Yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway, unless you're really trying to break through. Yeah, I'm trying to break through. I'm trying to break the barrier. Um, uh, I'm gonna say sidekick. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'm saying sidekick. He if he comes back, dude, that deer. Are we putting a picture of him on the video? Sure. Yeah. Really. All right. If you um, listen this long. <laughs> yeah, that deer. We have him on two different properties, uh-huh. two miles away. Two miles. 2.1, I think. Or 2.1 or 1.9. Pretty epic. And, and the and reason we know it's him is because you don't get deer like him just rolling around. No. You know what I mean? No. Um, he came through on a Monday when I was sitting on the couch at uh, 9 in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. And then right behind him, here comes Nike. Yep. Yep. If you would have shot Sidekick, would you have shot Nike behind him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, man. Right? I'm done. I was thinking the them we could have double ca- buck chaos. That yeah, we could have double buck because that was the day Tennessee's velvet season opened yeah. at two forty seven. We could have double bucked on a one fifty and a one sixty. Yeah, maybe not a one fifty, but mid one forties chaos. It's hard to tell him velvet. Man. I know, and he's an eight. Yeah, yeah. You just see the frame, and you're like, oh, it's you know, yeah. you know, he's had that frame no like points, stuck in your head, man. but he yeah, ain't got no points. Got no so points, so. probably a one forty, one forty five, eight. Which is, you know, giant. Yeah, yeah. For, Hank. <laughs> for me, and I mean, he's, he's wide as hell. So yeah, yeah. So, um, we have the that mega giant that showed up on the food plot that had the small drop. You probably don't have that picture. Mm-mm. 
Uh, I don't but even remember that deer. He came off from the come from the north, had the drop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Not a very big drop. Yep, yeah, yep, but yep. had a actually. I, I'm actually I'm on. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. But uh, anyways, I want him to come back. We're gonna be ready for him this year. We know if, we know how they're using that property. Um, the wagon blind set up for them to exactly do that. So I feel like we during the rut we gotta be in one of those two locations. But. Was he one of these deer fighting? Fighting up there? Uh, I don't know. I can't okay. remember. But anyways, um, like I said, we also have some others that we're holding back. We wanted, we wanted to let you guys know the bucks that we have right now that we feel like we have a chance of killing. Like we have enough intel. We don't want to like, we don't want to show you a buck that we got one picture of. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like we got some pictures of some giants that we they're just cruising like one picture. But we want to. We don't. We don't know if they're going to be consistently there. So, ones we told you, we have a bunch of pictures of. We know that they're there and they're staying in the area. Um, velvet sheds could auto, you know, automatically change everything. But that's we want to go over this in October first. Nope, that's the what is that deer doing? I don't know. He's just that's there and gone. Because I remember year. pulling that card on the fourth when we went there to yeah. hunt the blind, and we're like, "Oh, a new buck!" Yeah, never to be seen again. Never to be seen. They just he, he literally goes in and then turns around and comes back for the camera, and then I, he's gone forever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that when they pick the crops to the north, deer just roll in. They're just up there in those corn. They got. I was say, yeah, corn. Yeah, they're corn up, they so everywhere. Much. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out. I was say we they, we yeah. got it in there. <laughs> we, got it in there. <laughs> we got to try every episode now. So, yeah, All shout right. out Nate, Scott. We know you're watching. It was deep, but we made it. Yeah, we, you know we know you're listening this long. It was like all the way at the end. <laughs> yeah, the right. last one, and they yeah. they got it. So makes my day. It makes does. my day. <laughs> um, well, I think that's about it, man. This is it. This is the video cast. Yeah. Um, with our studio that we think subpar, but we got called. It was actually pretty cool when Jake was here. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. We were like, we got to do, we got to try it. So yeah. So. We hope you guys enjoyed this. This is new for us. This might be something we do in the future. Let us know if you liked it. Um, if you guys like it, we're way more apt to do more. And if you right. guys are like, ah, oh, that was garbage, <laughs> um, we probably won't do anymore. So um, for the guys and ga- gals listening on the regular audio version, um, we, we love you guys. You're the life and soul of this podcast. For sure. Um, we do this for you guys, and we also do it because it's, it's so much fun. You know yeah. what I mean? You know it'd be cool if like we like if they approved of this on on the tube, and then we had like some really raw footage of us killing in in the season yeah. before like we got a video put together. Yeah, we just, we we could just rolled it. some shit on that. Yeah, that could be another thing we do. That, we that could, would be sick. We could uh, do video cast and release parts of film. Yeah, and uh, leave you guys on the edge. So <laughs> just to see it to to go from like the, the podcast to an actual like yeah. video, you'd be like. They really clean that up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are these guys doing in there right? in the podcast studio? But uh yeah, that that's a really good idea. This is how me and Naomi come up with ideas. It just instantly comes and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna do it. Because we do everything. Um if you guys uh yeah, that's that's a huge, huge, <laughs> huge part of player. everything. Um if you guys haven't, our blog is on fire right now. Our website is on fire. So check out our blogs. We've been releasing a team or hunter profile on Mondays, and a blog on Thursdays. And we have been getting huge um, amounts of people reading that. And I can't spell, so <laughs> homie has to spell check everything. My- I would say the first one I proofread, um, 
I didn't hit the edit button, but it let me edit it, and then it didn't save it. Yeah. So I now we know got called out. Edit. We got called out we real quick, but uh, it wasn't very long. It was all for, all out of love, though. I got another no more Moultrie mobile picks, man. It's on fire right now. You got more mobile more coming oh, in. Man. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna have to shut her down. I and... got it on instant update, so I could. Oh, just drain the batteries. That's well, I want to make sure the cam is <laughs> working. There's, there's not. Oh, he's back. Ooh. Yeah, look at that three pointer. Bro, he's mm. cruising, cruising, cruising. cruising. It's epic when you're just sitting at the house and you're pre-rut. like pre rut, pre rut. Oh yeah, there's a giant. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, check out the blog. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Um, for sure. We'll do some more of these. This was fun. Yeah. This was easier than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I mean, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. And it was 52 minutes long. We were like, do we have enough <laughs> stuff to talk about? And then we start talking. We're like, oh, we're way good. <laughs> right. We're so good. But uh, um, get uh, out. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. Slight gap. Had a, I mean, our cameras only record for 30 minutes. And shout out Jake McGee. He come in at the perfect time. I didn't even have to crawl under the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to crawl under the table yeah. to restart the video. Right. So shout out Jake. He came in stat, hit the record button for us again. Um, dropping off some stuff for work. I will for say me. it was a lot of work to set this up. It was, but so, it was worth it. You guys can't see anything behind us. There's actually like seven 190s back there. <laughs> <laughs> They're all blacked out though. And the AC unit you hear in the intro and yeah. the outro, but never the main. Content. Yeah, the AC unit's back there. <laughs> we cut that for main content for quality purposes. But um, we're getting ready to record another podcast, and I think we're just gonna roll like this. This is yeah. this is I, real we nice. got to. We don't we don't have. We're, to we're not moving all this. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. All right. We're going to sign off. Um, get out there. Make sure your cams are running. I know you probably hung them already, but there's nothing worse than leaving one for two months and then going out there and it's not running. So go ahead and pull them. Check them out and uh, try to leave a legacy. And uh, Whitetail Legacy's out. <laughs>